street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hi. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? All right. What are you up Good. to here? Interviewing strangers for five minutes. And what are you interviewing them about? We pick a belief that's in your mind that you're pretty sure is true. Like you think uh, drivers in Houston are more aggressive than drivers in San Antonio, or you've seen a ghost, or you think karma's real, or you think prayer works. And we pick one of those, and then I just ask questions. Prayer works. Prayer works. Say with authority. Do you want to do a short little five-minute talk about it? I sure do. Okay. I'm Anthony. Anthony? Yes, sir. I'm Jeff. Pleasure to meet you. Do you mind if I record it? Not at all. Okay. I'm recording and live streaming, um, and I'll time it for five minutes. I appreciate you stopping. Yes, sir. Now, I don't think I saw you come on the trail. But I've, I've obviously I've seen you come off. So you, have you been here for a while? Because I've been out here for probably you a, were a good. You with another lady when I came in. That explains it. Okay. I'm good. Distracted. I guess so. Yeah. When I have these talks, I tend to get wrapped up in them, and I, I try not to pay attention to what's going on around me. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. It's good Hello. To stay focused. Are there any unpaved trails? They're all unpaved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This this little entryway is paved, but then oh. it goes it goes unpaved. Well, you can go around the forest loop. It's paved, but just keep going right. <laughs> is main loop main loop isn't paved the whole way though, is it? No, it's not paved at all. You get up there. Okay, yeah. I think that's the first time I've asked for. So, I heard somebody ask if there was a pay, if it uh, if there was unpaved. Usually, people want paved. Okay, um, prayer. So you believe prayer works? Absolutely. What do you mean by work exactly? What does work, that word, mean? Well, it accomplishes healing in spirit, soul, and body. Because God answers prayer. Is every prayer answered? Depends upon what you mean by answer. Good, good point. Sometimes the silence is an answer. Sometimes there's something that we need to do, to do to, in order to receive that healing. Okay. I actually serve on a prayer team here in San Antonio at Christ Healing Center. Hmm. And we see the answers to prayer all the time. Okay. Every day. Are they only healing prayers that are answered? No. There's all sorts of prayers that are answered. Okay. If somebody were to make a prayer and it was a healing prayer but it didn't happen, it didn't work, what would your conclusion be? Well, I leave the end results up to God. Because His Word is what we have to go by and what it teaches. Okay. And one of the things that it teaches, if we pray anything in accordance with His will, He hears us. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Your prayers to Jesus Christ are always heard. No, we don't pray to Jesus. We pray to the Father. Okay, 
Okay, sorry. The triune being Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So if I understand, every prayer that you guys make is heard by the God, but it isn't necessarily carried out. Well, because there's things that we have responsibility to do. So sometimes our prayers are not answered the way that we want them to be answered. Okay. But that doesn't mean that he's not answering them. Mm. It means that he has uh, conditions for us to meet sometimes in order to receive those healing prayers. One of the, big, the biggest one is humility, which okay. says, I am totally dependent upon the living God. So if somebody were to do a healing prayer to God and they didn't see the result of it, you would maybe say that that person wasn't being humble enough? No. Oh. Let me rephrase that. Sure. Faithful is he who began a good work in you to complete it. That's what I would say. So, there may be other things that he has to, that the, that the person needs to do before the uh, consummation of that particular healing is concerned. Okay. And how does the person know that they need to do something first before their healing prayer? Conviction by the power of the Holy Spirit. Conviction brings hope. Condemnation brings despair. Conviction brings hope. And what do you mean by that phrase in regards to the prayer? Well, faith and hope tend to work together. Faith is the present possession of grace. And hope is always confidence in grace's future accomplishment. I'm honestly having it's my fault, but I'm having trouble kind of following that. If we were to explain this to, like, uh, pretend I'm 10 years old, like, how can you boil this down so I would understand what it is you're actually saying? Well, children actually have more faith than we do. <laughs> really? Absolutely. Is this belief that prayer is being listened, uh, is this belief that prayer is being heard by the God and he's deciding whether or not he's going to answer it or not, or, or wait. Is this belief that you have based on faith? Absolutely. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. And I'm talking about the, the Judeo-Christian God. I'm not talking about karma or uh, any of those things. Hmm. Any of the other isms, Buddhism or Confucianism or humanism, whatever you want to call it. Okay. The scripture tells me that there's one true living God. Yeah. You mentioned that you thought that f children have more faith than adults or something along those lines? Well, because it, it, the word talks about childlike faith. If you take a little child, they're totally dependent upon others. Mm -hmm. And so that's when, when Christ talks about childlike faith in the scripture is that that's where humility comes in, to acknowledge our dependency upon God. Humility came into the world at the advent of Christ. Study the history of humility and you'll find it. Okay. So, so you get back to uh, sometimes there's things that block healing in people's lives. 
Mm -hmm. uh, because there is such a thing as repentance from sin. Hmm. So if there's something that's blocking the healing, sometimes we take people through forgiveness prayers. And even sometimes uh, the Holy Spirit will lead them to a place of forgiveness. And then that opens up healing for them, either spirit, soul, or body. Is all of this hypothesis that you're laying out, this belief that you have, is it all based on faith? It's based on faith and actual seeing results of testimonies, hundreds of testimonies, mm. thousands of testimonies. Okay. That God heals today. We minister in the hospitals here in San Antonio now. We have teams in several of the hospitals. We have teams in the YMCA. We have uh, prayer teams in the uh, hospital in Corn City. We have prayer teams in the hospital in uh, Quero and Gonzales. Everywhere. So how would a person who doesn't believe what you believe work with you to test this out to see if it actually works like you've described? Well, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So even our faith is a gift from Him. Do Does a person need to have faith in order to be convinced that what you're telling me is true? Well, if they believe the testimonies of the saints, you know, I've seen people heal outright from diseases like cancer. I mean, immediate healings. Hmm. I've seen people's backs healed, all kinds of things. So that's the testimony. Mm -hmm. So we testify to what God does. Okay. So you're, if, if I understand right, you're saying, Faith is a component to all of this, but you've actually had observations of situations where somebody would pray for somebody and you would see their back getting healed or the cancer just immediately going away. Absolutely. Okay. So I would invite had, you to come to Christ Healing Center. <laughs> I, I would take you up on that, honestly. Okay. And we do training there. You know, it's, it's a matter, again... When you, you have to believe God's word. That's faith. Faith is a matter of agreeing with God and acting accordingly. So when he even brings you to a place of faith, that's an act of his goodness and grace. Okay. Our faith is in the finished work of the cross of Christ. So you said faith is you have to believe. Well, no. Even our faith is a gift from God. But a person wouldn't really necessarily believe in the God if they didn't have faith first. Is that correct? Well, what comes first, is, I guess, is my question. Does a person need faith first to think that all this stuff works? Everybody has faith. It depends on what you're putting that faith into. If I met a Muslim man who put faith in Allah, and a Hindu who put faith in Vishnu, would they be justified in concluding that it was their gods that were doing the healings? There again. There's either one true living God or there's multiple gods. And if I go with what the scripture tells me, and if I go with the, with the indisputable denial fact of the cross of Christ, then I have to conclude 
that he is the one true living God. Is, is there a possibility of there being a third option that the Hindu, the Christian, and the Muslim are mistaken and there is no God? Well, then you're talking about nihilism, or you're talking about... But the problem, the fact of the matter is, God reveals himself to us. But a person would need faith to conclude that that's what's happening. Is that right? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. That's why the, the Christian in Hebrew Scripture says, proclaim the Word. Jesus Christ is the Word. He's the living Word. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God wills it, Jesus speaks it, and the Holy Spirit brings it about. Mm -hmm. That's why it's the triune God. Yet that Hindu might say that he reads the Bhagavad Gita and is using faith to conclude that those statements about his God... I would are... say that he is, is worshipping Satanic. Because there is a, we do have an enemy and his name is Satan. But as Christians, we have the authority to over him. I've seen demons come out of people. Mm -hmm. So they're real. I mean, it's uh, part of our belief systems. Talk about our belief systems. The only way that you can really come to a mature faith in God is to get into his word and get it into you. But again, is that all based on faith in the first place? The having to believe first? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. There's, God can speak directly to somebody a word of faith, or He can speak through His written Word. The Word is living and active and sharper than a double-edged sword. How is your faith different than the faith that Hindus using to conclude Vishnu is true? He tells me the same thing. Of that by giving the examples of Buddhists and whatnot that have been converted to Christianity or Hindus. I tell you a, a story of a Hindu man who was uh, in the upper caste system in the uh, uh, Hindu religion, mm -hmm. and he had a, an encounter with a living God, with Christ. So he came to faith in Christ. He transferred his faith from a lie to the truth. Well, with all due respect, if you and I were to hop on an airplane and head to Bangalore, India, we'd probably encounter millions of people who are convinced Absolutely that their gods are true and they're using faith. They're using that same childlike faith that it seems like you're using for your God. How, how could we tell the difference that you got it right? Okay, even in India, <laughs> there are thousands of people being converted to Christianity, even as we speak. If we were to do a, a study, a reliable study that you were convinced that, the, that they used the proper methodology, and we found more people were being converted to Hinduism from Christianity as opposed to 
Christianity or from Hinduism. I know it might be laughable, but if we were to learn that the numbers weren't what you thought that they were, would you be less convinced that your God is real? No. I'm totally convinced that there's the one true living God. That's what faith is. I have no, I mean, totally convinced that he's the one true living God. I'm totally convinced that man sinned and fell and needed redemption and needed salvation. Can I propose a definition of faith that I think, like a working definition, and see what you think sure. about it? Faith is having confidence that your God exists, even though other people might use that same method to conclude a different God exists. I would tell you again that faith in the living God comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you have counterfeit angels of light out there that would propose that same definition mm -hmm. so that you would believe in the satanic realm. Okay. That's the whole key to it. Is there a, a, a cosmic dimension beyond this natural dimension that we're on? Quantum physics pretty much proves that there is, but that's neither here nor there. If I read the scripture and it tells me that the war is in the heavens against principalities and powers of darkness, yeah. who are going to preach a false gospel, who are going to pre preach. So, can you tell me whether or not demons are real? Hmm. So if I understand what you're saying, when a person such as yourself reads the Bible or hears the Bible or hears from people who believe in the same God, that bolsters the faith that you have that the God is real? Yeah, it strengthens your faith. Of course it does. Okay, but when you hear these things and you read these things, are you not also using faith to be sure that what you're hearing and reading is actually true. So there is the, the real test. Does what I hear and see and believe come into agreement with the written word of God? So the first thing you have to do is get into it and see whether or not you can come to faith back. Okay, so which takes me back to where we were with the war in the heavenlies. Do you believe that there's a war in the heavenlies between the angels of God and the demonic powers that fell with Satan? But do you believe that these stories are true because you're using faith to think that they're true? Faith is a matter of the spirit, not the head. You have spirit, soul, and body that you're dealing with here. Do you think that you actually have a spirit because you're using faith? I think that I have the spirit because I've been born again into God's kingdom. So I know that I have the spirit. I have Zoe life. I don't just have biological life. Do you think that you were born in the Holy Spirit because you have faith? I think that I was brought to faith by the prayers of others. God answers prayers. He may not answer the way that we think he should answer them or the way that we want for him to answer them. But I've seen him answer thousands of people's prayers. Right. So again, I'm going to ask you, do you believe that there's another dimension 
where there's spiritual warfare going on constantly. No. Okay. Then come see when demons come out of people. They come out of them screaming. I would definitely love to do that. Um, <laughs> can I give you my card? Absolutely. It's got my email on it. And my name is Anthony. And I really enjoyed speaking with you about that. And I would love to you know, experience some of the things that you're experiencing. Well... Do you go to any hospitals here in the area? You don't have to mention the actual names. We do. Okay. Is there a particular day of the week that you tend to go? Well, we have access to a couple of hospitals here right now. I, and I'll tell mm -hmm. you outright, it's the Methodist Hospital System. Okay. And uh, I serve on a team that goes to specialty transplant hospital. Mm. Where, you know, people are in dire crises and dire needs and mm -hmm. whatnot. Mm -hmm. but, so yeah, if you want to come to this level of faith and whatnot, then come see for yourself and taste and see that the living God is good. I would I would need to experience some sort of uh, demonstration of it or evidence, you know, something that would be testable for sure. Well, you know, we have faith in fear or we have faith in God. And the whole thing about fear is fear is false evidence appearing real. <laughs> so how do you how do you how did you determine that you're not subject to that? That what you're perceiving as evidence is actually false evidence? When I, I see people delivered from demonic torment and oppression, hmm. and uh, that freedom is real and that freedom is lasting and they come to a place of real peace and joy that's evidence <clears throat> you know you're just talking about faith again <clears throat> do you want a water i've got okay anyway <clears throat> if you look at all the, the pain and, and suffering and things that go on in this earth. The end thing is to try to want to blame God. Or commend him when things go well. Well, you know, we're dear praising for uh, answers to prayer. Of course we do. Okay. Well, I don't want to take any more of your time. I want to get to a few more people. You've got my card. Hit me up on email and uh, perhaps we can actually meet at some point. Actually, I have <clears throat> There's many Christian churches here in San Antonio that practice the beliefs and whatnot that we do, mm -hmm. and they see the results. So, believing is seeing. Yeah. But, in fact, right down the road here at uh, Oak Hills Church, yeah. we're going to have a, con a conference coming in there called Rare Leadership. It's pretty awesome. Hmm. But anyway, you, I'll, I'll email you and tell you a little bit more about I'd, this. I really appreciate that. Yes, sir. Thank what's you for, going on in the community at large. Thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. Good. His parting words there was, thank you, sir. I enjoyed it. Well, a very doxastically closed person, 
very convinced that prayer works. Even when the prayers don't appear to be answered, they're of course being answered by the God. The reason that he knows this and all the other stuff it sounds like is because of the childlike faith, which I think at one point he said it's something that, that I think at one point he said that faith is something that you have to believe. He paused quite a bit on the outsider test for faith questions. How would a Hindu, what would you think of a Hindu who's, who's using the same method? He did pause, sometimes up to 20 or 30 seconds even. But I don't know if any of that got through. It's hard to tell. Um, when you look at his other statements immediately after those pauses, there didn't seem to be an indication that he was contemplating that he might be mistaken on it. Very dug in. I, probably a good question next time if we do meet would be something along the lines of, what would be better? Actually performing a study to see if these prayers are working or just not studying it at all and just going off of a person's experiences. And it would be interesting to see what he would say. I, I suspect he might say something like, this is something that can't be tested. This is a special belief. But then again, he might say, yeah, this is definitely testable and it should be tested because it's true. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.